0: Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Good morning, Vietnam! I
1: have you now.
0: We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Hello! My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die.
2: Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it.
0: My calculations are correct.
1: When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious... You're listening to the 30-something movie podcast. One movie each week, 30 years in the making. And welcome back. It's part two of our favorite movie music of all time episode. This started with our 150th. This was kind of our idea for our big 150th episode was to talk about our favorite movie music of all time. So we did that and it took two days and roughly four and a half to five hours of recording in order for us to get that done. So therefore, we broke it up into several different episodes because... We barely wanted to hear ourselves talk for four and a half hours. So uh, we've broken it up into a couple of different episodes, probably about three episodes. So um, this one should be coming just on the heels of episode 150. This is episode number 151, Movie Music Part 2. And uh, you'll find Jeff and Pat and myself, are going to continue our discussion of some of our favorite composers. Um, Mostly, our podcast tends to feature uh, movies from uh, this year, in particular 1987, because we are the 30-something movie podcast, so we're looking at movies that are 30 years old. But for this uh, kind of 150th episode special, we wanted to kind of take a look at movie music from across all of movie history. Um, We tend to feature some of the eighties composers a little bit more because that's what we grew up with and that's what we know best. But, um, you know, this is stuff that's going to span the entire breadth of, of movie history. So that being said, um, if you, if this is the first time you're listening to our show, welcome. Thank you for stopping by. Um, Typically, like I said, we are looking at movies that are hitting their 30th anniversary, so movies that are from 1987 this year, coming up very, very soon this next year. will be 1988. Uh, we're going to start looking at movies from '88 this next year, starting in January. Um, but yeah, so if you are interested in seeing some more of our episodes, uh, depending on how you got here, whether it was from Google Play, uh, iTunes, our website, wherever, you can go back there and you can find all of our previous episodes, uh, all 150. 50, however many there are, um, before this one, there's, I think there were a couple that weren't numbered in there somewhere too. So, um, but those are all there. You can all take a look at, uh, take a look going back all the way to the 1984, 1985, uh, episodes that we started off with a couple of years ago, but, uh, I won't take any more time to do any of that stuff. I will just say here is the continuation of, uh, our movie music recording that we did part two part three should be coming up in just a few more days and then if you want to get back to the 80s movies after that coming up very very soon will be batteries not included um that's going to be coming up here in probably just about a week or so so uh without further ado let's get back to the movie music discussion um yeah so so our next one favorite film soundtracks and scores of the 80s uh so let me i'll read off bo's real quick bo had field of dreams uh, Dirty Dancing, Back to the Future, Good Morning Vietnam, This is Spinal Tap, and Batman. Uh, we made up a joke list for Dennis because he didn't fill out anything. I'm not going to necessarily read those on the air, but <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we know what's there. I, I particularly like the addition of Go Cubs Go. But anyway. Yes. Uh, uh Yeah. So, Pat, what did you have for favorite film soundtracks and scores of the 80s?
2: Okay. Um, in no particular order, um, Wrath of Khan. I you know it's no secret I think that's the greatest Star Trek thing ever is that movie and um I agree with you what a what a great soundtrack there's actually a YouTube like 15 or 16 minute little clip where James Horner is being interviewed and talks about how he constructed that soundtrack and how well this was supposed to be an extended theme and how he wanted the theme to be reminiscent of like the tall ships of the 1700s 1600s and 1700s sailing off into the ocean for adventure and it the music was rising and all this and then like the battle theme with khan that you know that well he didn't want that to be too advanced because he didn't want to like confuse the audience with all this you know uh too much music so he kept that theme simpler Again, you listen to that music and it it just gets you excited. There's going to be an adventure and it just sucks you right in. And so Wrath of Khan is on that list. Back to the Future. Well, I think when we talked about that movie, I think I just described this as like the perfect movie and the soundtrack, boy, there's just, you run out of superlatives for it. But all I'm going to say about the soundtrack is when I listen to it, I get this feeling like I want to hurry up and get somewhere. I just it's like I'm going to be left out of the fun. I've got to enjoy this. I've got to be, you know, in the room when people watch this movie. I, I don't want to miss anything because that theme is just just filled with so much adventure. I don't know how to describe it other than that. It just makes you want to get in on the action. And <clears throat> you know, it starts out very mysterious and then it builds and, you know, when he's ra- to when he's racing down the street and the the, the music's going um it has a Huey Lewis song, I mean, you know, everything. It's, it's uh, that, that one's great. Rocky three again, iconic music, you know, with the Eye of the Tiger, but it's got all that great music. You know, it goes into that trumpet thing, and then they use that same theme and reverse it later to build into Gonna Fly Now. It's got great montage music. And you know the, the the Rocky theme is great because it builds up, and when he finally is going to knock down his opponent, it gets to where each hit has this huge. Okay, and yes, I'm a trumpet guy, but it has this huge brass hit where it's just, ba-dum, bum 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 bum, You know, and so oh man, it just it just lends so much to the to the music, uh, to, or to the movie. Um, the the last two I have on my list, the Indiana Jones movies. Well, John Williams. I mean, need we say more? Those movies just are all the same stuff with Star Wars. Great themes, it supports the action, you know, whether it's a a theme that he's playing or whether it's like an accompaniment thing with the driving of the rhythms, Um, the way he'll do callbacks with, he's in Last Crusade, they get a glimpse of the Ark and so he'll have like a couple of measures of the Ark of the Covenant music in there. Um, Jeff, I think when we were talking about um, Temple of Doom, and we, we we had that real fun discussion about all the ins and outs of Temple of Doom, and then we kind of came back and talked about the theme. The theme of the Temple of Doom, and I'm getting excited and yelling myself hoarse into the phone, so I'm not going to try and sing it, but the theme from the Temple of Doom just is, man, it's just tough sounding music. I mean, it's, it's just great, great music. And I want to say that when all of a sudden Dr. Jones comes back from drinking the blood of whatever and gets all, you know, messed up, they burn him with the torch. And then oh, he. Decides, Dr. Jones' doll. That's right. And when he decides to free the kids, they play that music and he's standing on top of the rock. So you pan up and all you see is like him. Yeah, it's, it's just. Reliefing. He's like larger than life. Relieving
1: um, all of us.
2: All of us, yeah. And then Batman, wow. That's all I gotta say to that. Wow. And I remember seeing Batman, and that was one of the first. I think that was one of the first more like, was that PG-13? Maybe I don't know. That was one of the more you know heavy movies that I went to see. And you know, all I knew growing up, I didn't read the comics very much. All I knew growing up was, uh, you know, the the Batman from the '60s. And my dad and I went and saw this, and holy cow! I knew I was in for I was in for a ride. And when it started. And with that, the way he he starts, and I th- I think it's an oboe, just plays this very haunting, solitary melody that just kind of climbs up, it 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 ascends, and then it and then as the melody gets up, it just kind of goes, you know, with the piano or bells or something, Boom, 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 boom. it kind of cascades down, and then it builds up, and you just get these slow waves, and you know the Batman theme. You, you you know it's this you know you're like, wow, this is gonna be cool and it's it, it gets you excited for the movie and it, it doesn't let you down I those are my those are my 80s picks. Um, I get excited when I'm just talking about them, much less listening to them. so great stuff. that's why those are at the top of my
1: list. And I will since you just mentioned Batman, I will say that that Batman theme in the 89 movie, As amazing as it is, I loved what they did because I grew up watching the Batman animated series. Yes. And they reused that exact same music. I mean, changed it up a little bit, but they reused it and it was perfect. Yep. Yep. Yes, it was.
0: Well, I was saying, speaking of reusing Batman music, this is also kind of a tangent. If you recall from the uh, Adam West show, there was that trumpet lick that yes that started uh that they played either right before the opening credits of the show or if they were changing scenes during the episode right yep yes yes on gotham the current show gotham it's the ringtone of the character of the riddler
2: (laughs) that's cool That's awesome
0: i heard that and almost fell off my couch i'm like oh my god that's amazing (laughs) <laughs> I, you know, and I, I had to explain to Katie <laughs> what I was like, my jaw was hitting the floor for. I'm like, oh, my God, that was a brilliant way to just incorporate some of that stuff. It's um, But anyway, I also want to reiterate that all of my lists are not in any particular order, nor are they conclusive in any way. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just, I'm hearing you guys talk, I'm looking at my own list going, oh, did I make a mistake? Should I have added this? You know, I didn't put back to the future on my list because a couple of you guys already did. So I tried to push myself a little bit more to so come up with something a little bit different that wasn't already on a list somewhere you know same thing with with talking about john williams and star wars music and and pat you brought up indiana jones music like such great stuff but again i wanted i wanted to see if you know if i could step a little bit further out of the my immediate go-to and just see if i could uh come up with something else yeah. so my, my list for the 80s includes uh field of dreams again um and you know the more i've been thinking about that soundtrack The music for the most part is rather simplistic and it accompanies the movie so well because here you have this character of ray kinsella who is a very simplistic midwestern farmer Mm -hmm. so a lot of that music it doesn't need to be complicated and that's again that's just another thing that I've, i've been thinking about the music like it works because it doesn't confuse too much of the movie it it doesn't mud it up in any way um i also have uh american tale
1: that is an outstanding soundtrack
0: yeah i I had the cassette tape
1: of that soundtrack and i think I am not afraid to admit as a grown man i tear up a little bit in some of those songs
0: oh they're they're great yeah. The, the movie was on Netflix not too long ago and I'm like oh I'm, just, I'm stopping what I'm doing to watch this because it's been such a long time
1: And even I forget the music for a second but I remember watching it when we were going to do American Tale for the podcast I remember um, I was going to sit the kids down and we were going to watch it all together because I wanted them to be able to see it too the animation, forget the music for a second the animation in that movie is amazing Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it, that a little bit of an older style a little bit like the Black Cauldron when we watched that one uh, just just a beautiful movie from from start to finish music, animation all of it just
0: yeah and, and, and the songs are so great you yeah. know No Cats in America oh, uh, Peter with uh, Never Say Never mm-hmm. um, and of course Somewhere Out There
1: You know, I mean, it's which was funny. My wife, I think, I remember her. I think commenting on that, saying, "I didn't realize that was from this movie. I knew it from uh, hearing it somewhere else, but never realized it was in this movie."
0: That I mean, that song in particular will hit you with the same amount of gravity as. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen "Follow That Bird." Yes, there's a song that they sing, um, "One Little Star," mm-hmm. when it's the different groups and they're all. Like again, like you're watching this movie going. Oh, this is a you know really cute throwback to Sesame Street. and it's a kids movie. And all of a sudden, they, you know, the, the, they're singing about this real genuine love and and compassion that they all have for for each other. It just it hits you. Same thing when you know you're you hear uh, somewhere out there you got these two characters, you know, separated, and you know you don't know if they're going to find each other again. And you know they're 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 just singing to the you know to each other without realizing they're singing to each other moving on i don't and I'm, I'm gonna start getting all emotional now um it's easy to I do with music oh absolutely and like i say you know it, it music will make you feel things and mm-hmm. understand things that words don't express it's it's part of the power of music other soundtracks that i have from 80s uh movies the dirty dancing soundtrack i think you know as you know I, I refer to something like that as like a compilation soundtrack because it's not really original music but it, it, they, they handpicked so many great tunes for that song or, or for that movie footloose another one great soundtrack and then the last one that i have on my list uh is the soundtrack from the natural
1: all right well the list i've got uh i've got the empire strikes back i, I wanted to narrow down. You know between my my star wars movies i know i cheated in the one category by just saying all of them all together um but i wanted to narrow down and pick the the one favorite and you know pat as soon as you started talking about um uh, return of the jedi
2: mm-hmm.
1: i started thinking oh did, did i pick the wrong star wars movie because i'm thinking about it i'm like you know what there's so much i love musically about return of the jedi um you know and talk about music that makes you emotional every time you get to that final uh duel between luke and vader in return of the jedi and you you get kind of that it's almost like a, a choir of men's voices just doing yep. oh yep. that part. I'm like i get goosebumps every single time the emperor's throne room music um you know just i I used to there was a a star wars game i used to play on the computer and you could choose which piece of music you wanted from star wars and it would just constantly play that in the background and i think i just put that one on repeat for the hours and hours i would play that game Um, you know a lot of the endor battle stuff with the ships and the others and and like you said that the very beginning with uh, the sail barge music is just outstanding Um, I did instead go with Empire Strikes Back because I kept thinking about, all right, what are the most, when I think of like the most iconic Star Wars pieces of music, immediately I think anybody who, you know, eh, laymen who don't necessarily know everything about Star Wars, when they hear a piece of music, what are they immediately going to associate with Star Wars? And it may not even be the main Star Wars theme. It's going to be the Imperial March. Oh, yeah. Every football game, every, you know, high school band at some point in time has probably played the Imperial March. And and, and that is the one that everybody knows. Um, so between that, between the asteroid field, that's another great piece of music. Um, you know That one, the, uh, even like the approach to cloud city, you know, I like, I like some of the music in there. Uh, one of my absolute favorite pieces is um, I think it's called clash of lightsabers. It's the duel between Luke and Vader at the end of empire strikes back. Um, I just love that piece of music. I I'll, I'll play that music over and over and over. Um so that one Empire Strikes Back is uh is there up at the top of my list. And then uh back to the future movies, kind of mentioned that one before. I just I love every time that music starts up that dun 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 da dun dun dun. dun-, dun. Mhm. It, it, you can't listen to that or at least I can't listen to that and then not be in a good mood. Yeah. Every time I hear that piece of music I'm like Whoa no, I've got to I gotta go watch a movie now. And I want to grab somebody else and watch it with me because I want to I like share the joy of being able to sit down and watch uh, Back to the Future. Um, Blues Brothers. I remember watching Blues Brothers growing up with, with my dad. Um, I remember watching that movie over and over and over again. And we didn't even live in Chicago, but I felt like I knew Chicago just because I had seen that movie so many times.
0: Left
1: me and, to ride. Uh, and just all the great, like all the different scenes where they're going into the different—you know—they go into the, the soul food restaurant, or they're going into Ray Charles' shop, or you know, they're dancing in the streets, and uh, you know, "Sweet Home Chicago" at the very end of it, and just that in that entire movie, every every track on that movie—I um, think it said when we were on the uh, the boat ride. Our, our school does an annual boat ride on one of the lakes near here and we end up invariably playing a whole bunch of karaoke and i think i made the comment at one point and, and somebody said well what kind of songs do we have for karaoke we have both kinds country and western <laughs> did anybody get it uh pat got it he was standing right next to me so excellent yeah. yes uh good morning vietnam that is and i know jeff you said you haven't seen the movie yet Uh, even if you even if you never i mean you should see the movie but even if you never see the movie do yourself a favor and and go get the soundtrack that is just an awesome soundtrack and it it intersperses some of his uh scenes where he's doing the dj stuff um and i won't repeat that because i know if i get started i'm not going to stop like what we did with the good morning vietnam episode um but it just interspersed in his stuff that he's doing the DJ thing with just this great music, um, you know, some great music from the fifties you know, and sixties. Um, just a really fun, and even as a kid, I listened to that and I loved every piece of that music. Even though it would have been a little bit older music than what I normally would listen to as a kid, I just remember I, this is all great music, um, you know, and and even as a kid listening to and loving something like, um, Louis Armstrong playing what a wonderful world. Mm -hmm. That's I, I wouldn't necessarily attach that with saying, yeah, that's a, that's a song kids are going to love. But I remember listening to that song and loving it as a kid. And I just, whoever put that soundtrack together, they did an outstanding job of finding songs that just really went together very, very well for that one. Uh, going from being a little more serious to this is spinal tap. Um, I had not even watched This Is Spinal Tap um, up until we did it for the podcast about a year or two ago. that movie I'm like you know what this is probably one of my favorite soundtracks of all time yeah because I love parody songs I love funny songs and I you know every time every time Big Bottom comes on I have to play it at least two or three times I mean talk nice. about mud flaps Mike <laughs> nice Uh huh. Um, and then the last one I put on here, I was kind of struggling to figure out, kind of narrow it down to a fifth one. And finally I realized, what are you, you, idiot? What are you doing? You didn't put on Muppets Take Manhattan.
0: Together again. Gee, it's good to be together again. I just can't imagine that you've ever been gone. It's not starting over, it's just going on. Together
2: again. Now we're here and there's no
1: so it's like i cannot i can't in good faith i can't put on an 80s soundtrack and not include muppets take manhattan or not include some kind of a muppet soundtrack of some kind this is
2: again.
1: oh man
2: Me, it's nice to be together again. yep together again.
1: i just that that movie I, I could just I could probably quote that movie from beginning to end, but my sister and I we used to just watch that constantly. We had it on VHS tape and and much like my old James Bond cassette tape, we probably wore out the VHS tape that this was recorded onto. Um yeah. just I mean the, the the songs are just just ridiculously fun. Um and the fact that the whole movie hinges upon them coming up with a musical. So you know you're definitely gonna have plenty of good songs in there. Um But yeah, I I tried to think of like some of the different Muppet movies and which is the one that if I collected all the songs together, which is the one that would have the most that I enjoyed. And it's, it's definitely got to be Muppets Take Manhattan. Yeah. Okay. So our next category is going to be favorite movie musical. Um, I'll read off Bo's real quick and then uh, we can jump on into our other ones. Uh, Bo had Moulin Rouge, Grease, Les Mis, West Side Story, and The Sound of Music. Um, Jeff, do you want to go ahead and do yours?
0: Gladly. Um, I have Chicago, uh, Lion King, Wizard of Oz,
1: Nightmare Before Christmas, and West Side Story. Um, I had, from my list, I had Les Miserables, um, I had Moulin Rouge, I had Grease, I had Jesus Christ Superstar, and I had Little Shop of Horrors. I almost put Little Shop on my list. Did you? Originally, I did not have it. I had... um, what did I have as my last one? Rocky Horror Picture Show. And then I realized, I, in my head, I kept going back and forth. I'm like, you know what? Which one, if I was going to sit down and, and re-watch one of those movies or listen to the soundtrack of one of those movies, which one would I listen to more of the songs more often? And I was like, no, nah, I, I would do Little Shop of Horrors. Mm-hmm. I mean, Rocky Horror Picture Show, I would do a couple of the songs. I would do The Time Warp, Transylvanian, Transvestite. I'd do a couple of them. But if I was gonna listen to the whole thing, it probably would be Little Shop of Horrors. I think that's a
0: pretty pretty sound reasoning.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Pat, what have you got on yours? Well, I went with the original number of having uh, three
2: movie musicals, um, <laughs> and then and then and then I'm not gonna mention names, but the you know some some wise guys started adding lines on, and this is Sorry. the one that it's this is the one that's like okay you just gave me two more seats to fill at the wedding but i got us like somehow you know that's the next tier there's eight more people that could go in there so i'm sticking to the three um my two favorite musicals okay and here's the other thing i tried to pick ones that i really liked because i saw them as movies first not vice versa i mean i i mean like my favorite musicals that i've seen on stage I mean, there's a whole slew of them. Les Mis is one of my favorite musicals of all time and so forth. I deliberately kept them off the list because I tried to look at ones that I saw and thought of as movies first, if that makes sense. Um, And so the two big ones I got are Mary Poppins and Lion King. Um, Mary Poppins loved it. Um, And, uh, uh, you know, growing up as a kid, just watching that thing so much um, remembering everything. And then my, my, my kids got into it. They watched it. They were on a sleepover with the, my their grandparents, my folks, and they came back watching Mary Poppins, and it was like, oh, my gosh, we got to watch that again. So we rented it later in the week, and then now the soundtrack is like on constant play in the in the Canna Gallo household, and it's like, holy cow, this is just great music, and the songs are fun, and uh, Mary Poppins is kind of cute, and, uh, you know, the whole thing, it's just uh, – um, it's great and that 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 tune feed the birds is just beautiful it is just such a gorgeous song and it's um it's it's just really really a great um a great uh a, a great a great show i just enjoy it top to bottom uh the other one is lion king i think this is possibly my favorite disney animated movie um great songs great message great story um, you know, it's I'm I'm just kind of going to be at a loss for words, so I think I'll just stop by saying that it I just that's it's my favorite Disney, uh, uh, animated musical type thing, and so it's um I've just really greatly enjoyed it, and then the final one I put on there was uh this is like the um is is uh Die Hard a, a Christmas movie or not? um but i put the blues brothers on there and it's funny i never really thought of the blues brothers as a musical until I, because and jeff's jeff's the expert so i'll defer to his opinion and he can tell the uh <laughs> listening audience he can tell the listening audience why it's not but it's funny because i i saw a making of and some of the guys that put the movie together they they said that when they started making the movie they really tried to they they tried to come at it like they would envision a musical to be and so um i really uh i really dig the music in it and um you know i'm sure that the we're not going to question whether the music is great um which it is but i'm sure we're going to question whether it's a musical or not but i'll just say that you know my understanding of a musical and uh I'm definitely a novice in this category is that you know it's a story being told, and then all of a sudden you know characters will will bust into song to to try and and uh heighten the intensity or heighten the storytelling of a scene and I just point to that uh scene where Aretha Franklin gets in um mad guitar Murphy's face uh and and starts singing think and i i i uh I think that that really um makes it uh uh, makes it a musical, not just a movie with great soundtrack, but I I, I feel that, you know, it's got it's got hints of uh, musical in it, but I'm not going to sit here and argue that, well, this has got to be a musical because, you know, I, I know that it's 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 a borderline and controversial and and, and that would be a controversial statement. But uh, uh, that would be my one claim is that, you know, when Aretha gets out there and starts singing Think, and then, you know, all of a sudden the gals at the counter get up and they're the background singers. And then Lou Marini's the guy in the kitchen and he starts playing the saxophone. And, well, and even, you know, the Ray Charles thing with the Shake a Tail Feather, you got the big dance number where everybody's out, what are they, down in Calumet City and everyone's out dancing on the cars for that. I would say that... uh, Ah, uh, you know, th- those would be the parts of it that were musical esque, and so w- that's
1: kind of why I'm bending the bending the rules a little bit and putting this on my list. So, J- Jeff, do you want to do you want to respond? What's your, I, what's your reason for saying? Well, it?
0: okay. So, Pat, I'm a little disappointed that 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 you're not sticking more to your guns of calling it a musical. I was ready to have a, another Indiana Jones debate with you. Oh, well, you want to if you want to fire it up, man, I'll fire it up with you. That's uh, I don't have any problems with I, that. I, so I, I will say this. I think your example of Think is probably the strongest uh, example of it being a movie musical. Right. I, I me by myself, would contend that a, a movie musical uses song and lyric to advance the storytelling. Okay. I feel as though with Blues Brothers, the, the, the vast, vast majority of the, uh, of the movie of the music in the movie is music put into the movie mm-hmm. and doesn't quite, um, continue s- the storytelling Like I like said, I, I, your example of think would probably be the strongest case to say that it's a, a, a movie musical because Aretha is using the song to further
1: her explanation. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't count like the, uh, James Brown, the church scene, and you wouldn't count any of those others as
0: no. Yeah. While, while amazing, absolutely amazing music. I, I wouldn't count it as a movie
1: musical. Okay. Are you just, are you saying, because the lyrics are not, the, the lyrics are songs that the, 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 per-
0: the purpose of most of the songs yeah. I to me is not to advance story. But instead, to include some, uh, they found ways to include some fun music. Okay, but the story could continue even if you take out most of those songs. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, and I and
2: I brought up I brought up Shake a Tail Feather because I, it had the dance number, but as far as advancing the story, that was just a way to get Ray a chance to. Go. The old landmark, that, you know, because that was when he was singing, you know, that, that, you know, John Belushi saw the light and decided to, you know, save the orphanage. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, so, you know, maybe, maybe if it's not, a, maybe if it's not a musical, maybe it's just kind of like a review, you know, where they get up and they just, you know, it, there's not a set story being told by the music, but it's just kind of a review of, of music, you know, maybe maybe that's where I'll, uh, you know, I'll I'll have a strategic withdrawal back to that. You know, that'll be my high ground is, you know, if it's not a straight out and out musical, it's it's um, it's, uh, you know, kind of like a music
0: review. You know what I'm saying? Again, I love the soundtrack. I love the music. I love the movie. Right. Um, when, when we were on our cruise, one of the few stations we got on the TV had Blues Brothers on it. So there right. we were floating through through the the Caribbean, watching the Blues Brothers. It's I, it, it's so great. There's just something about it that I, I I will argue, it's not a movie. It's not a movie musical. Right. Well, and that's and that's where but when I say said... my opinion. I'm, I'm, right. I, I, and I've had this conversation with a lot of other people, meaning that maybe I'm I'm definitely in the minority. Maybe I'm definitely in the wrong here, but it in my understanding of, of of musicals to me blues brothers wouldn't fit into that
2: well right and and i mean it, well and you're you're kind of the you're the guy to you're the guy to say that because i mean you know look what you look what you do um and for those of you that don't know what Jeff does he's you know involved in musicals worked in musicals and does the our school musical on on top of all that um, but no, I think you're exactly right. And that's where sorry to sorry to disappoint you. We, we can't, you know, have more of a knockdown drag out. But yeah, that's I, I completely agree with it. And, and that's why I framed it right from the beginning is that I, I don't think anyone would say that, oh, well, it's not great music or it's not, you know, that these seeing these folks really get up and sing and all that. But it just to make it a movie musical, you need a little bit more than live music sitting in the movie. So. Well, man,
0: I, I'm, I'm all fired up, man. I want to keep going. So let's talk, let, let's talk about Temple of Doom again. What was your, what, let, let's, let's hash something out. <laughs> <laughs> this is,
2: this, this is going to get like into weekend update levels of Jane, you ignorant, misguided
1: slut. <laughs> it's oh, more white savior narrative of the, you know, I'm not going to go into that. Um, so. Let's talk
2: about, hey, let's talk about Illinois Nazis. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> I, <laughs> I hate
0: it. illinois I hate nazis geez <laughs> and when i
2: first saw this movie the, you know the nazis were a punchline, and now take well okay i'm just gonna let that one go
1: and i was i was gonna based on the blues brothers movie not actual events that just happened within the last few weeks i was gonna say if anybody needs to have a car driven towards them it's the illinois nazis yeah yeah Um, Uh, Should we start an argument by saying that Blues Brothers, I'm looking at Jeff's list here and the one that he has up top, should I start an argument by saying that Blues Brothers is the best Chicago-based musical ever? Oh, John.
0: (laughs) John, we've been talking for two and a half hours now. Uh, Well, we'll, we'll, I'll I'll wait until I see you in person. We can have this conversation.
2: I'm trying to think of something outlandish to say to be like, you know, like just to start the argument, like I, I can't think of it. M- musicals are,
0: are an overrated form
2: of art. Oh, no, that's like Well, no, I'm not going say that one. <laughs> now, I can't take I'll, that. Say it, I'll say it sarcastically, and then it all it'll take is like one person. To like, yeah, no. Yeah, I got nothing. I'm sorry to let you down, man. I mean, I feel like I've done that twice now, because when I came in saying, yeah, Pee Wee Herman, I just wasn't as big a fan. Like, everyone was ready to like, all right, let's throw Canigallo to the Lions. And I was just like, well, you know, I mean, it was good. Yeah, so I, I'm sorry. I'll... I'll try to think of something more controversial to say before next time.
1: Okay. we just recognize when you're wrong, and that's okay. Okay, yeah, that's it's all good. Okay, it's all good. So, so, so real quick, of the ones that you listed for your favorite movie musicals, which one is your favorite? If you could only pick one. Oh, you I guys mean, go first. My question, and I don't even know the answer. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm actually gonna go. Les Mis. Um, as much as I love uh, Moulin Rouge, is a great movie. I love that movie um visually musically i I love everything about that movie but les mis i mean i've seen that when we used to live in london i i saw it on stage probably two or three times in london i've seen it on stage a couple other places in kansas city and uh, i wanted to get tickets when it was coming to chicago uh this year and just didn't didn't end up doing it it's coming back i know i know and actually we're gonna look for tickets Uh, apparently it's gonna be up in milwaukee for a week in the spring so i might look for tickets uh, when those go on sale, but um, you know we've been listening to that. the The kids learned. Uh, the kids have like everything from Hamilton memorized. So we decided it's time to move move on to a different musical and learn something else. Uh, so Sharon had wanted to learn Les Mis. She knew that I loved it, and I knew all the words. So we we grabbed the Les Mis soundtrack, and I, the the proud father, I will admit, and it just it just warms the cockles of my heart that my children both of them can stare each other down and do the confrontation song between Javier yes. and Belgen without any lyrics in front of them they have the whole thing memorized i am a proud father it that is awesome you have of, done your job as a father I've done my job i could now you know, like walk off into the distance and play the sad incredible hulk music and i'd be totally fine Awesome. So I'm gonna I'm gonna list Lay Miz as my favorite between and, and it's the songs that we play. We were playing them in the car today. Um, you know, the, the songs that we play constantly. We play the confrontation song, we play, you know, they've even learned um when Javert does the stars song, um, they love Master of the House. Of course we turn it down at a couple of parts, but <laughs> uh, yeah. you know, a, a few bits and pieces here and there.
0: Makes a little star.
1: Customers appreciate the ball let like to do a friend a favor. Doesn't cost me to be nice. But nothing gets you nothing.
0: Everything has got a little trust. <laughs> Master of
1: the house, keeper of the zoo. Ready to relieve them of a zoo or two. Ordering the wife, making up the- And uh just, I mean, just... amazing soundtrack and we have the uh the highlights cd i mean i have the whole soundtrack from a couple of different casts we have the london cast and the international cast but the one that we played over and over and over again was the highlights for the international cast and that's got like the best people from the different productions from around the world yeah the, the best valjean the best javert the you know all those guys and um just a great just a great collection of the songs you know dream to dream uh, the ABC Cafe, the, all those different songs, uh, and the kids have not seen the movie yet. So, and I know there's probably a, a few scenes here and there that we're if we show them the movie we're gonna we're gonna skip over. But um, you should show them one of the anniversary concerts. We do have that. I have the um, what is it? The, is it the 15th or 20th anniversary? So there there were two of them. I think there was a 10th anniversary. I might and then have yeah, my 25th. It might be the twenty. I have to double check. We I have one of them on DVD, um, and it's the the, you know, the symphonic one. They're not actually up on stage acting; they're just up on stage singing. Um, they're not moving around like with the scenery and everything else. But um, yeah, I, I am going to show them that one. I think that do
0: yourself a favor if you haven't seen it yet. Um, from the twenty fifth anniversary concert, after the show, they you know they bring out the original cast. And they do a couple, you know, do do some numbers together, and then four of the guys that have played Valjean, Hmm. sing um, a four part arrangement of um, "Bring Him Home." Oh wow! Is this on YouTube? Yeah, I'll I'll see if I can find the link and send it out to you guys. It is. Please, please do. It is gorgeous absolutely hmm. i mean it, it's a piece it's a piece of music that I, I would love to be able to learn uh uh someday
1: mm-hmm.
0: and just that particular four-part arrangement of it, it It was. it's just outstanding
1: so yeah so i mean that that one definitely if i had to narrow it down to just one from my list it, it has to be les mis i gotta go with that one because that's my favorite other than before i knew hamilton existed it was always les mis and you know hamilton now they kind of fight each other out for number one but mm-hmm. You know, I until they make a movie of Hamilton, Les Mis is going to be at the top. Well,
2: and if this if this helps out, John, the um, they just actually released that that shows the, the musicals based off of of books aren't technically musicals anymore. They've narrowed the the focus. So because Les Mis was originally a book, um, it no longer counts as as a, as a musical. Okay. So you know. Even though they're singing and, and plot advancement and all that, it's just a little a little they said a little technicality. It's like a new cover on your TPS report and um. so it's technically not a musical.
1: Okay. Uh, um. So <clears throat> You no, know and I think I think that was there was a link. I think I saw that article, and a little bit further down on that article, they had a link that said um, that that Pearl Harbor <laughs> <laughs> is exactly the way they showed it in the, oh. you know, history, that Pearl Harbor is the most historically accurate uh, period war drama ever made.
2: You know, I'm just first of all, I want to. I'm trying, Jeff. I'm trying to like you know spark the argument, and I just want to say as a tangent. If Pearl Harbor had been a musical, it probably would have been better.
0: I mean, I mean, it it couldn't have been worse. Okay. That movie was also on while we were on the cruise, and I was like, "Oh boy." Yeah, Pat just like busts in and sinks the ship. You know, is, um, is Pearl
1: Harbor really a movie you want to show when you're out on the ocean? Yeah, that's a good point. We hey, still weren't showing Titanic. I was going to say, I mean, it's either that or Titanic. I don't think I'd show that on a cruise ship. Poseidon Adventure. <laughs> wouldn't that be Wouldn't that be great? Poseidon Adventure and Titanic double
2: feature. It's on a loop. <laughs> That's amazing. Hey, the uh, the Flash musical episode. Did you guys see that one? Yeah, that was a lot of fun. That was really a lot of fun. I was just like, especially when they're like, "Why are we singing?" or something, you know. And it wasn't the whole bad guy that was his shtick or whatever? <laughs> yeah.
1: mm-hmm. Music Meister.
0: Music Meister. Ah, fun, fun stuff. This is so tough because I'm not even sure my list is as complete as I want it to be. Okay. You know, you start thinking about something like, um, you know, Guys and Dolls, Mm -hmm. you know, Sinatra and, you know, it's absolutely great. I've got Chicago, Lion King, Wizard of Oz, Nightmare Before Christmas and West Side Story. If I'm gonna pull one out of that list, I would have to go with West Side Story. I'll drop tonight at Puerto Rican Punkle. Go down. And when he's hollered, uncle will tear up the town We'll be a back of you, boy. Right. You're gonna right flatten him right. good. Right. Then we'll be store. And then we'll have a sub on We're
2: gonna rock it tonight.
0: I, I, I mean, not only is, is the story good, great. Not only is the the scope of the movie incredible, but the orchestration of the music is just beautiful. And, um, you know, there's there's a track, I think it's called Quintet, if I'm not mistaken, um, happens right before intermission where you've got five overlapping uh, musical themes being sung by five different groups at the same time. So kind of like um, one day more in *Lame Is*, right? It's yeah. the same type of idea. You have all these characters singing their singing their piece that's important to them all at the same time. It's incredible. It, it's incredible. Absolutely incredible. And and when it's done well, it's it's so gorgeous. I've also heard it when it's not done well, and it it it's like cats screeching, okay. and people trying to out sing each other or they can't hear their part so they sing it louder and they don't have to sing it loud but it, when it's done well as as in the movie it's so great. Well it's Leonard Bernstein. Yeah I mean you're, you know it's but it, it's also you have to have the right voice talent for it so you know what so when you are talking musicals it it's a combination because you know you you have to have the the, the right composer and or lyricist but then you have to find the right voice to give life to the
1: to the music
0: Mm -hmm.
1: which then this would start a whole other thing but one thing I should have mentioned about Les Miserables is I thought they did a a great job I thought Hugh Jackman was great as Jean Valjean Mm Hmm. Javert not so much Russell Crowe was not right for Javert no and I don't know what they were going for there.
0: I don't know. Especially when you put him against Hugh Jackman, who, who is classically, musically trained. Right. You know, and it just, it's, so you have that confrontation song and it's just, it, he, that confrontation song really shows
1: you how out of place his talent is. Yeah, that's the only, that's the only knock I could have against that whole movie. Is is Russell Crowe as Javert because that I mean that's always been my favorite character in that musical. It's every production I've ever seen of it. That's been Javert and uh, Eponine have always been the two strongest uh, vocal parts. Every time I go see that uh, the stage version of it, and just you know just when the movie came out, that was the only piece of that movie that disappointed me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah I, just, I, I just definitely you have to have the right talent in there. I
0: definitely agree with, yeah. with, with your summation of the movie there. Russell Crowe was just not right. Well, I'm, I've, I, have other, I have other complaints with the movie as well, but we'll talk about that when we record our episode on Les is. Yeah.
1: It, it, yeah, uh, that'll be a while. So if but, you had to choose one, Pat... If you had to pick one movie musical that was your favorite, would it be Blues Brothers? Because that's a movie musical? Well, I yeah, I'll pick Blues Brothers so Jeff can just be pissed all night. Um,
2: no <laughs> <laughs> so no no i've I, I've met Katie and she's I've met Katie and she's she's just a delightful woman, and I would not
1: want to do that to her so you're, not gonna, um, you're gonna show up at school tomorrow morning and the first thing he's gonna do is he's gonna he's gonna walk in, he's gonna find you in your office and he's just gonna start laying into you on how it's not a musical. he'll yeah and sleep. He'll have this whole thing drawn up of uh, reasons why it's not a musical and you guys will get into a fist fight and it's going to be a wonderful start to a Monday morning.
2: It's going to be great. I'll have. I'll get out to my car and like the school stop sign will be shoved through the driver window or something. And um, No, if I had to pick one, Mary Poppins. Find the fun and snap. The job's a game. And every task you undertake becomes a piece of cake. A lock, a spree. It's very clear to see that a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. The medicine go down, medicine go down, just a spoonful of sugar helps the Yeah. I, I already explained why I thought it was just excellent before, so I don't I don't wanna hog the mic more, but if I had to pick my favorite musical out there, it would definitely be Mary Popples.
1: All right, so we are on favorite individual. Did you just Did you just close his laptop? He just closed That's, my lid. You're a bully. I'm
0: just I'm having a rough day, man. You're okay. a tech
1: bully. <laughs> okay. Slam, slam, slam. 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 all the laptops. Well, you slam my laptop. We're not recording anymore. So, um, I can't reach that one. Okay. Uh we are so I, I I will mention this even though I didn't do any like introduction stuff or anything else and who knows how this'll get edited together, but Good it's probably gonna sound morning, a little different.
0: In Vietnam.
1: There you go. It's probably gonna sound a little different because we recorded for probably what, two and a half hours last night? It was a long time. It, it was a bit of a marathon. So and two of the three of us can't run marathons. <laughs> um you know it'd be a miracle if I could get out of my car and, and walk three, to the marathon three of the if two I was of getting us gas can't there. Do, so.
0: uh, can't spell marathon.
1: That's true too. Um, so, uh, yeah, we decided to stop and we were going to record again a little bit the next day, that being today. Hi. And so now we're in person together. We can actually see each other.
0: Now we're and really so going to fight.
1: Now we're. It's going to be a knockdown, drag out. Are we still fighting about the musical? <laughs> thing? Is Blue I Brothers was just, a musical? Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, well, then let's go on into favorite individual song from a movie. Um, why don't I I will just read down Bo's list really fast and then we can get on into the rest of our lists Uh, so Bo had Don't You Forget About Me from The Breakfast Club Hallelujah from The West Wing uh, the Russian National Anthem from Hunt for Red October Stuck in the Middle With You from Reservoir Dogs Sound of Silence from The Graduate Layla from Goodfellas Stand By Me Stand By Me and You've Got the Touch from Transformers the Movie classic Stan Bush there, there yeah. it is you're at best when the norm gets rough That was Bo's List. Uh, Jeff, you want to do yours?
0: Yeah, and so this is, I think this was the list that I've edited mm-hmm. a lot.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but I have on there Falling Slowly from the movie Once. I don't know you, but I want you all oh. Uh, Glenn Hansard is okay. a musician um, takes place in, uh, in Ireland oh, Okay, and the, the concept of the movie is that um, how often we as, in, in, as humans say I'll do this thing once this other thing is done so it's looking at the idea of once, once what? How many times are you going to say once before you do the thing that you want to do? Is it a this way of saying, is, okay. like,
2: don't put off to tomorrow what you can do today? Is that kind of the gist of it? or Kind of. Or is it more like in the sense of doing good turns? Like, why are you going to wait to do this if...
0: No, it's it's more of, of the, the first thing you said.
1: Mm-hmm. I didn't realize this is on my list of movies that I wanted to watch. Totally <laughs> forgot about it. Because it's uh, John Carney. Yeah. Yes. And uh, begin again. I loved Sing Street. Was his as well. Okay. So yeah, I yeah. said well, after I watched Sing Street, I wanted to go watch this one. I just did I think what it was I called. think
0: Once is better than Sing Street. Do you? Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean Glenn Hansard is he just wails on the guitar. Okay. I mean he's you know he's he's a busker right so he all he does or not all he does for a while, his career was standing outside on street corners with his guitar case open and sharing his love of music with anyone walking by mm-hmm. nice. um, so the the uh, duet of falling slowly which was the Oscar nominated if not Oscar winning song of that year um, beautiful song mm-hmm. then I have Tiny Dancer from Almost mm-hmm. Famous which is I think is probably the best scene in that movie mm-hmm. which it's hard for me to say because I love the movie from it's top to bottom. bottom yeah um, but the The context in which that song is used and why it's important really is just it's such a strong moment in that movie um then i have from casablanca uh the use of as time goes by and uh even more so um la Marseillaise," which is the french national anthem Mm -hmm. because it's uh being sung as a way to protest the uh, the Germans singing uh, Die Wacht on Rhein, which is the Bless you. <laughs> Don't you mean Gesundheit? Yes, Gesundheit. <laughs> um, which is the German national anthem, <laughs> kind of showboating and being very loud in, in the in uh, in the bar. Wait. László wastes no time, and he gets everyone everyone else to start singing um, "La Marseilles," and it just drowns out the Germans. And eventually, they sit down and shut up, and kind of put back in their place. Very emotional moment in the movie. So, I, I, John, I know hasn't seen Casablanca mm-hmm. in its entirety. Yeah, i to watch it. Have you seen Casablanca? If I have, I need to watch it again. Okay, because I
2: know how much. Just because it's a great movie, mm-hmm. but also because of how. What you recommend it and listening to you speak of it here. Yeah, I, I, just, I need to see it. Isn't it like one of the greatest movies like on all the lists it's like the top one awesomest movie of all time or it's something? It's in the mm-hmm. top five depending okay. on the list. Um, gotcha.
0: To me, I think it's it's it, it's a perfect movie. Okay. There's nothing I would change about that movie in any capacity. Um, I also have Try a Little Tenderness from Pretty in Pink which is the song that Ducky sings in the record shop mm-hmm. or... Uh, pantomimes or or, uh, mouths he doesn't sing it the recording is playing and he lip sings I also have Don't You Forget About Me from The Breakfast Club Um, this next one I think Bo stole from me Mm because I had my list filled in before he did which is Hallelujah from The West Wing your faith was strong but you needed proof
2: you saw her bathing on the Beauty and the moonlight overthrew you. And she tied you to her kitchen chair. And she broke your throne and she cut your hair. And from your lips she drew the
0: Katie and I are coming up to that episode. Are you? Yeah. We're, we're, uh, we we just met, or the, the character was just introduced. Okay. It's towards the end of episode, or season three. CJ's bodyguard. Yeah. Got it. CJ's secret, secret the serviceman. Um, then I have the 1812 overture from V for <laughs> yeah. Vendetta. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's cool. <laughs> Actually, gave me that one. Cool. She was like, What about this? I was like, Oh, yeah. How can you not bring that one up? Have you gone
2: to Ravinia and seen it when they do the 1820 yeah. aperture?
0: Yeah, yeah, but the live cannons and that, mm. it absolutely. Have you seen it, John? No. It just lights a fire up yeah, yeah. your And you can bring the night. kids. We brought the kids yeah. this year to it and it's. They do a whole Tchaikovsky concert and that is the finale of That's the awesome. concert. Oh, no.
1: Yes. I, v for Vendetta. I mean, obviously not live cannons, but V for Vendetta. My brother and I went to go see it in IMAX. Mm-hmm. and they they pumped up those speakers and when you got to the end of the movie and they're blowing up parliament and that's playing it you know i, I turned to my brother and i was like I'm not a rebel but i kind of want to go blow some stuff up now. <laughs> yeah. I mean i kind of want to overthrow a government somewhere yeah. That, yeah.
0: Um and then the last one that i have on my I almost list, i almost put this on my list for now <laughs> and you know i've got a whole bunch more than yeah. I mm-hmm. that i could have and i've deleted ah! but Putting <gasps> <laughs> on the Ritz from Young Frankenstein. Uh-huh, Ladies and gentlemen, may I present the creature. If you're blue and you don't know where to go to, why don't you go where fashion sits?
2: <laughs> Different types who wear a day coat, pants with stripes, or cutaway coat, perfect fits.
0: Rest up like a million...
2: When we, went, when we went and saw that this last past fall yeah. when we saw that and, and, and Mel Bass yeah. was there and when the whole audience goes <laughs> Who the roots I mean it's just like, <laughs> oh my gosh, this is cool. Yeah. this is
0: cool yeah and what a what a great use of that song yeah for, you know for that moment it's I don't know it's hilarious, it's so well done um, And that's kind of where I capped off mm-hmm. my list think there's anything else on there that I s- <coughs> really struggled with maybe uh, in your eyes by Peter Gabriel mm-hmm. now at the end of say anything he's mm-hmm. Lloyd Dobler is holding up the boom box over his head and the yep. songs playing. in um, what else do I have I will always love you from Bodyguard mm-hmm. and then the use of the hello Dolly songs put on your Sunday clothes and it only takes a moment from Wally. Really, really touching way to use uh, those two songs in terms of uh, hope for how powerful the character. that was. Yeah. How powerful that was in that movie. Now that you bring that you know, up, you, I, I, yeah. You know, you watch this robot, this animated robot, yeah. watching this scene of it only takes a moment, and you just sense, like, you know, this is a very lonely, heartbroken mm-hmm. character, and all he mm-hmm. wants is that moment, yeah, in some capacity. And mm-hmm. throughout the film, he comes close to getting that moment and it doesn't and closer yet and it doesn't um, yeah I thought you know just a great use of, of those tunes cool in that uh, in Wally but yeah and I could go on and on about some others so I'll stop there and pass the torch to our torch master so I, I head, flamer. head flamer yeah
1: sure that's right I'm going to burn the place down. <laughs> that, 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 that's my tabler. That's the my place light. on fire. It's, it's um. it's <laughs> <turned> <laughs>
0: because it doesn't punch up as much. <laughs> if Debra can listen to her radio, then I don't see why I can't listen to mine at a moderate volume. I was told at a moderate volume. I did that today. I'm just going to, so yeah, so to, no to have to burn the place down. So as for a salt, there's no salt on this margarita. We're going to need
1: you to move your desk a little bit further back. We need to put some boxes over here. That'd be great. Thanks. Um... Okay, so my list, I, I kind of went with when we, were, when we were talking last night about, uh, you know, what, what does it take for a song to work for you in a movie? And I was trying to think of, if I'm going to pick my favorite individual songs from a movie, then these have got to be the songs that really kind of elicit a strong reaction. Like either, you know, I, the, and, and these are not in any particular order, but uh, I had going to Fly Now by Rocky. Mm-hmm. I am by no means a runner. I am really. I, you, could you believe it? I'm shocked. I, yeah, I would be too if I ever started running. Um, so I am in no sense a runner at all, yeah. much less uh, well, an occasional exerciser. <laughs> but um, every time I hear "Gotta Fly Now," like I have these visions of, yeah, I could just run through the city and run up these stairs, and I could totally do that. I'm not ever going to do that, but you know that's. At least when I hear that song, it's like it inspires me to want to do that. I'd be willing to try running up the steps
0: outside the art museum, and, yeah, uh, in Philly. Yeah, oh, I could get that. It, far, like okay. if I, if I ever go to Philly and I'm standing there, I think I just I got to do it. And I just got to try running up the steps where I get.
1: Cool, man. I appreciated your routine earlier today when we were handing out the Chromebooks to all the kids. (laughs) (laughs) So we were in the gym handing out all the computers to the kids, and uh, Jeff pretends like he's going to take one, steal it, and run away. So he grabs one of the Chromebooks off the table. He runs about six or seven feet and then bends over and just starts going,
0: (sighs) (laughs) and then then he kind of collapsed
1: on the floor. But the funny thing was our other instructional coach, that we have like she came walking over thinking that he was actually like having a heart attack or oh, something no. she got like real stressed out and she's like oh my god is he really? no no he's, he's just it's, it's just fine. jeff it's, it's just what, jeff yes. it's what i do like this is his natural state okay. don't worry about so, it anyway. so, awesome. so um yeah so gonna fly, fly now off. yeah so gonna fly now it makes me feel like i could possibly run someday but um yeah uh rainbow connection was one of my other ones from the muppet movie i mm. i love that song um Let's see, I am a man of constant sorrow In constant sorrow Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? I, that whole movie, I could just watch that over and over and over again. I Lord, really like that movie. Brothers? Yeah. 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 In fact, that's probably... I've tried to watch some of their other movies after Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? And I don't like them as much. I like their early stuff, but it's like everything... Because I want to th- say their next movie after uh, Oh, Brother was Intolerable Cruelty. And I tried watching that one time and I think I got maybe a third of the way through the movie before I switched it off. So Oh, Brother is probably the last... Coen brothers movie that I've enjoyed um, you watch
0: grit the remake
1: no I did watch that one I forgot that was a Cohen brothers
0: mm-hmm.
1: okay yeah I did I did like that one um, I just I like that whole movie like I like I like how the characters you know I like the quirkiness of all the characters the same as with a lot of the other Cohen brothers movies I do like when they sing the song I, I had pulled up the quote to make sure I had it right um, when they sing the song for the first have you guys seen the movie yeah yeah have you seen it uh, what? Oh, Brother. Oh, Brother. Yes, 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 yes. Sorry. I when, was they, uh, yeah. <clears throat> when they're at the radio station, and the, the guy at the radio station... We're recording a
0: podcast here, Pat. Yes. No, I know. I was... I was. Uh, about
1: music and the would movies. You, yeah. Would you, would you like a pillow? Yeah, I
2: know. I fell asleep for a <laughs> yeah. second there, guys, but I'm back. No, I was thinking about... Um, True Grit. And when you brought that up, I was like, I was just kind of out about that movie, thinking about how world. And then when you said that, I'm like, wait, are we talking about True Grit or wait? I totally. I was daydreaming in class, Mr. Mizuka, Mr. Reed. I was daydreaming. You caught me. I got no excuses. Oh man. You thankful I'm still awake?
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh.
2: All right. Okay, that's fine.
1: All right. So John Wayne. Go ahead. Um. So they are in the uh, when they're in the radio station, and uh, they've just got done singing the song, and the guy, um, uh, the guy's blind. So he doesn't know how many people are there. And he's like, I, I pulled up the quote. He's like, "Woo, hey, boy, that was a mighty fine a picking and a singing. I tell you what, you come on in here, sign these papers here, I'm going to give you $10 a piece. And then uh, George Clooney says, uh, okay, sir, but uh, Mert and Aloysius have to sign X's as only four of us can write. And there, there really are only like, well, I think there's like three. four, three of them. Yeah. No, three of them. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. So I love that movie. Love all the actors that are in that movie. Um... I, I couldn't I couldn't go through a list of favorite individual songs without throwing something from Monty Python in, uh, so I had to choose Always Look on the Bright Side of Life. I, I don't know that I need to say anything else about that final scene in the movie and the fact that they're all up on crosses singing Always Look on the Bright Side of Life. That's and, so great. Yeah. Yes. Um,
0: I played an edited version of that in class. For a, oh, did you? I try to do a, a Bright Side of Life mm-hmm. once a week. Mm-hmm. It's like every Friday. Yeah. You know, I edited the song, I, I um, you know looped it a couple times, mm-hmm. I would just hit play on the stereo, and then I ask the kids, all right, who has a positive thing? Yeah. All right, I have this, great, and I turn up the music, turn it did down. Did you on. just listen
1: you? to John Williams on WGM? Yeah, because yeah, he would always do that. Yeah, because,
0: uh, well, I talked, to him, I talked to him about it. Oh, did you? I met him one day, I was oh, like, okay. so this is something I'd like to, he goes, so many people have gotten this idea and mm-hmm. have gone with it, so just make sure you edit the music first, mm-hmm. and uh, that's do cool. I'm like, great, thanks. Yeah.
1: Because cool. so we, we used to listen to that all the time when he'd have people call in and just like say their their positive thing, their mm-hmm. thing they were looking forward to or thing they were happy about. Uh, so that's definitely on there. Um, I picked Sweet Home Chicago from Blues Brothers. I, for this list, I tried to pick some songs that weren't in maybe my favorite soundtracks and I tried to like branch out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I picked Sweet Home Chicago because I just, I like that whole last part of the movie. Yeah, I, I love, you know, the whole, the whole scene when they're singing uh, Sweet Home Chicago and... You know, when that song comes on, I just I have to play through the entire thing, have to listen to it. And one of the other things I like about that song is I am not from Chicago. Like I, I did not grow up here, and I grew up watching this movie in Dallas, Texas. And yet I loved the song "Sweet Home Chicago." Mm-hmm. That's a great tune. Oh, it's a picture of you with John Williams. Yes. Nice. The radio. Yeah, there's DJ not no John. relation to the uh, composer John Williams, but. Oh, uh, cool.
0: Yeah. So when Spike Odell was on the radio. Mm-hmm. His last broadcast was uh, done at the Metropolis Theater in Austin oh, okay. Heights, where I worked. Where I used to work, yeah. So I worked his last show. Okay, nice. So I got to meet all the guys. And That's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, um, Spike, we miss you. Please come back. Save WGN Radio. <laughs> I don't even
1: listen to WGN Radio anymore. It's yeah, tough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Les Poissons from The Little Mermaid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> les poissons, les poissons. How I love les poissons. Love to chop and to serve little fish. First I cut off their heads then I pull out their bones. Ah, mais oui, ça c'est toujours délicieux. Les poissons, les poissons. <laughs> With a cleaver I hack them in two. I pull out what's inside and I serve it up. i got love little fishes, don't you?
1: I, there's no way I couldn't put this on the list. I, it's, we the whole family knows that song. I have had that song memorized since I was a child. Um, uh, John, it's where I learned to speak French. It's where I learned to speak French. <laughs> well, and right, that's all you need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, John has now switched from Spanish to French in school. So I just told him just play this song over and over and over again, and you'll know, you'll know French. Um, I did use this when you had kids last year when you were doing Beauty and the Beast. And some kids were out here in the hallway, like trying to figure out how they could speak in a French accent. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Well, do you know the song Les Poissons?" And they're like, uh, "Like one of them was like from the Little Mermaid." I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> you win. Go on your phone, download that song or play it from YouTube, and just play that song over and over and over again, and sing along with it. And eventually, you'll have a French accent. Just do it that way." So yeah, no, we uh, we sing that song probably once a week in our house. We find some excuse to sing it. That's fun. Uh, May it be from the Fellowship of the Ring. I just I like that song. I, I'm I like Enya anyway. It's just very calm and soothing, and mm-hmm. I like that song uh, from the end of Fellowship. Um, I chose Princes of the Universe from Highlander because that's another song where as soon as I hear that song, I just it, whatever whether it's on my phone whether it's in the car it just has to get turned up and it might have to get played two or three times through. Cool. Um, and then I also picked Come What Come What May. Easy for me to say. Come What May from Moulin Rouge. Oh, Um, great tune. That is a great song. I could feel like this,
0: like I've never seen the sky. Tchau e Like, I haven't watched the movie in a long time. Oh, I know. And I'm just having visions of mm-hmm. how that song is used mm-hmm. throughout the movie, especially at the end. Yep. Oh, yeah. Jesus.
1: I haven't watched that movie in years. When I first... I wasn't when that, emotionally ready for this. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. I haven't watched that movie in years. When I first watched it in college, I, I went out and bought it immediately when it came out on DVD. And I remember the other guys in the dorm were picking on me. They're like, you, you watch Moulin Rouge? Isn't that like a chick movie? I, I enjoy good music. This movie has good music, and I in particular I really like this and the same thing. I really like the song. I really like how it keeps getting reused throughout the movie. That's a great movie. Uh I think that was it for my list. Did I stall enough and give you enough time to finish updating your list? Yeah,
2: it broke down. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna keep
1: it to the three, I'm gonna keep it to the three, and I'm just like, whoa, wait a minute. Because I saw you, I saw you like feverishly typing over here, and I was looking at the Google Doc, and I was like. I don't think he had that many on his list before. So, and then some of them kept changing. I was like, I don't think I that was doing that all during our last recording I, oh, I last night. I, I, kept on I, like, was, I was too. And
2: here's here's my conundrum, and I, I'm really trying to be good with this. I don't want it just to be... I, I mean, if it was like, hey, what are really great ones... One. This doesn't make any grammatical sense, but what are really great one songs from movies? Like, mm-hmm. when you pick one song from a great movie, you know, from a movie, what are some... But I can't do that because that's not the nature of the question. Mm-hmm. What are the ones that are, are your favorite? And mm-hmm. I know each of us defines what's favorite in our own. So that's why I was like, oh, I think this one was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but okay, just because it hit, you know, is this, is this one of the... So that was why I'm kind of updating and mm-hmm. taking off the list and all that kind of stuff. So here mm-hmm. we go. Um, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, Whale of a Tale. A
1: whale of a tale to tell you, lads, a whale of a tale or two About the flapping fish and the girls I've loved On nights like this with the moon about A whale of a tale and it's all true, I swear by my tattoo
0: There was Mermaid Minnie Met her down in Madagascar She would kiss me Any time that I would ask her Then one evening, her flame of love grew out me down and pick me up, she swapped me for a trout. Got a
2: whale of a tail, or tail a whale of a tail or two. The when uh, Kirk Douglas goes out and sings with the crew and everything and he's got the the uh, uh, guitar and everything like that. I remember seeing this movie and you know, as a kid that was just a fun song. It's fun to sing, the lyrics are fun, you can laugh, it's it's easy to sing. Um, and it, I just remember growing up and loving it, and now experiencing the, experiencing that with my kids, and they love singing that song when we watch Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. There's like four generations of Cannigallos that have liked this movie. My my grandpa liked it and took my dad to it, who then took me. Well, didn't take me to it, but we watched it. Now I'm watching it with my kids, and so I just I just love the tune. It's a lot of fun, and as far as Disney sing-alongs and all that go, um, I, I think that that's like that's like my number one song to to do that to. Uh, Okay, I hate the title, but Irish Party in Third Class... It's from Titanic mm-hmm. when they go down into the steerage area of the ship, and uh, there's the band playing. It was the band Gaelic Storm, which is probably my. That's one of your favorite. That's one of my favorite bands. Mm-hmm. Tammy and I catch them all the time. We've got all. We just downloaded their latest album recently.
1: Did they, did they have a new one come out?
2: They had a new one come out, and it's okay. really okay
1: good. To- yeah. I, have, I have a lot of their albums. Yeah. I've never gone to see them in, in live. But. They're
2: awesome. Go to see them live. Okay. We'll go with, I mean, um, you know one of our friends, Aaron Roach? Yeah. We've uh, gone a bunch with, with her, and it's, it's awesome. Anyways, I heard that in Titanic, and the reason I can't stand is Irish Party in Third Class is because, well, I'm a music snob, and I think they should call it, it's called John Ryan's Polka, and then the Blarney Pilgrim are the two tunes mm-hmm. that they're playing. But that band, Gaelic Storm, was a, like a bar band. They mm-hmm. were Irish bar band from Santa Monica that got put in the movie and then that was their claim to fame and then they got more and more famous so they started going around more and more they started recording albums and now they tour all over the world mm. and it's funny because like I, I was in a, a little plug here I was in Patty Berry's shop I don't know if you, any of you have been to the Irish boutique over in um, downtown Long Grove mm-hmm. and it's Patty Berry's he although gets, it
1: might be this weekend they're doing the Irish festival yeah, this weekend It's
2: yeah. it's an awesome shop and yeah. it's literally like there's just just cool stuff everywhere. And there was a whole stack of CDs. And I'm like, oh, Gaelic Storm. Well, I've heard of them. Isn't that the band from Titanic? And I like listened to it, and it was like, wow, these guys are great. And mm-hmm. then Tammy, for my birthday that year, got me. We got tickets and went and saw them. And this was like 10 years ago, 12 yeah. years ago. And we, So great group. And that's got to go in there because I just think it's awesome music. And I, I, I'm just madly in love with Irish music and Kaylee music. And I think I really need to update my list now that i got thinking <laughs> about that. Um, shoot!
0: Okay. One, so, one of your song choices just... Okay, yeah. I mean, else. it's all right, all right. So, okay. Yeah, I mean... Okay. As soon as you're done, I'm going to throw another thing in there. Yeah.
2: Uh, um, so, anyways, Irish Party in third class. Awesome. Gaelic Storm. Check them out. Go see them live. Go buy music.
1: Don't buy music. Listen on you. Whatever. It's awesome. I'm, I'm going to interrupt for a second and say I, I feel a little cheated that uh, you, you and Bo used something from the West Wing.
0: Yeah. Because then I like was
1: like, well, if we're going TV, then I, hold on. <laughs> That's all whole other list. It's just so well used. It is.
0: In yeah. the West Wing.
1: I, 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 Which I'm is like, why I gave it to you and wasn't going to complain. But then I, 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 it was like,
0: I thought for sure if anyone could understand, yeah. it would be you guys. So I'd like, I, I thought get, got i got could get away with that one. Mm-hmm. That's the only TV one that I... In, in which case, let me backtrack TV. for just a second.
2: I, I, I'm and still mad at you but for adding rows for to the Google Docs, so don't <laughs> <laughs> worry, I can't get mad about you using TV. I'm still mad at you for, where are all these rows? What am I supposed to do
0: with this?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. So, momentarily, I'm going to jump back and say, if we're talking TV, the Battlestar Galactica remake. Mm-hmm. I love the music oh, Yeah. Okay, go ahead, Pat.
2: So, we're doing favorite TV show themes now? <clears throat> no. Oh, jeez. That'll be the
1: 155th oh. episode. Okay, so ses- sesquic- and quintin- t- t- Neil. I don't know. <laughs> sasquatch, sasquatch, sasquatch-scented.
0: <laughs> sasquatch-scented.
1: <laughs> sasquatch-scented tinsel. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it's Merry Christmas.
2: I digest. Christmas. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> going right on, we're gonna go with a movie from 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, Man comes, a- is it? Man mm-hmm. comes around. Never is heard of it. it. from the end of Logan. I never heard of the movie. Okay, never heard of the song. It is an awesome movie. You've got to see the movie
1: Logan. Uh And it's I um, might have seen it, but you slept through part of it. I um, did not sleep through Logan. You hold your tongue, sir. I know. I mean, it was that when I you slept through the Wolverine. I slept through the Wolverine,
2: but that just meant (laughs) I got to see it for the first time twice. So I mean, that's you know just cool. (laughs) Okay, so Logan was uh, uh, Man Comes Around. I think it's the really the only song that you hear in the entire movie. I mean, I I think the soundtrack is more just like the special the the background effect kind of stuff. And this comes on right at the end, and I can never remember this guy's name. Who's the guy that's saying it?
0: Johnny Cash. Johnny, thank yeah. you.
2: I can mm-hmm. never remember his name. Anyways, the way they use the Johnny Cash mu- mm-hmm. music in the trailers. Mm-hmm. The Hurt that yeah. was in the now trailer. The Hurt was in the trailer, and then Blade, this brilliant. came. That I think it's Man Comes Around. Yeah. Or Man. Com- it's from the same album. Yeah. The same Johnny Cash album. And when, when that comes on at the, the end the of the movie,
1: Man Comes Around.
2: I know, and that that sums up the whole movie just can be summed up with a song and I, I thought that was a very powerful thing um, Maracatu Atomico I don't speak Portuguese um, so I'm probably nope. m- horribly mispronouncing it
1: <laughs> did you say no? Uh,
2: no no no, you no, don't. no nah, shocker I don't know. are you sure? Um, so the um, Maracatu Maracatu
1: you just spit all Maracatu over Maracatu
2: right? Atomico Klaatu. it's Klaatu Okay, um Senna the movie if if what a what a phenomenal documentary about a, a just a gifted race driver, uh, and it's it's if you like docu- documentaries you'll love the movie. If you like racing you'll love the movie. I mean it's it's really well done. And this song they play at the end, uh, credits and um, is you know I hope this isn't too much of a spoiler, but obviously uh, Senna lost his life in 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 a in a, um, in a wreck. Uh, during a race, and it, it was it was pretty emotional. And the end of the movie was extremely emotional. And this song kind of, after that, they put this song in there, and they're showing clips of Senna's life, mm. and they show scenes of him just kind of home movies, being happy with his family. Mm. They show scenes where he was getting out of his car to run go help someone else, and they were showing scenes of him just just his genius just tearing around a racetrack, and I mean it was it was a pretty emotional thing. So I mean that one's on there. From the Memphis Bell, one of my favorite soundtracks of all time. Um, I, I, jazz music, especially the big band era kind of stuff, is, is my favorite style of music. And that, me, that movie had it all over. Harry Connick singing. I mean, how cool is that? And so his, his rendition of Danny Boy in Memphis Belle was, uh, was pretty stellar. I don't know if you can get that version of him singing it on the soundtrack, which is unfortunate. In fact... I think it's Los Lobos sing a version of it at the end of that soundtrack. I'm going to double check, but it was some group I'd never
0: really... And it, would associate. With
2: that. But I think on the soundtrack, the Memphis Belle soundtrack, they put that in there. But it's on one of the other Harry Connick albums. He sings Danny oh, Boy. Hmm. And, uh... Anyways. But that version with the big band thing, I uh, really, really loved it. And again, that was one of the... That and Batman were the first a little bit more adult-oriented movies I went and saw with my dad. And... um my, my fascination with well-done war movies, I, I really liked it in the air. It was cool. And that, having that song and hearing him sing, that was, that was a very cool part of that movie. Um, but, uh, the, the final one that's on my list that has the most emotional impact is from the movie We Were Soldiers, hmm. which uh, is another extremely powerful war movie about the Vietnam War, specifically the first air cav um, and the fight in the Yadrang Valley. And um, it's it's um, it's it's a pretty it's a pretty amazing movie and pretty well put together. But they play this, and it's it's by the Scottish traditional band, and it's I guess it, maybe it's an old tune, or and they just redid it, or maybe they just wrote it. But it's called Sergeant Mackenzie's Lament, and if you ever listen to it, it's uh, without the images of war that you see portrayed in the movie. It hits, with a, it, it hits with a pretty strong impact. You don't even mm-hmm. really know exactly what's going on in it, but when you listen to it and the melody, the way they sing it, with the bagpipes and everything. Um, yeah, if you like Scottish music, mm-hmm. John, you yeah. would love it. And um, it's a very powerful song. The way they use it in the movie, mm-hmm. uh, right before the, uh, uh, they take off to go into battle, and then towards the end, they they play the song, and it's it's really a, it's it's a one-two punch. You get hit with the visuals of the movie, and you get hit with the song, and it's it has a pretty high emotional impact. So, um, yeah, that would be my list.
1: Okay. So were there, I was going to ask if there are any others. Yeah. Now that we've gone through our list, <laughs> any any additions? Well, so as soon as you started talking about
0: um, the one from Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, yeah, got away, let me I uh... Land. In. I can't And I can't believe I forgot this on my own list. I'm I'm a bad movie fan. But from Jaws, show me the way to go home. Mm. When the three guys are sitting on the boat, just drinking mm-hmm. and singing and yeah. bonding. Mm-hmm. And I'm tired and I want to
2: go to bed. I had a little drink about an hour ago. it just got right to my
0: Man, I mean, that that moment is, is yeah, you know, they're telling their 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 battle stories and they're, you know, mm-hmm. doing their SCAR competition. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he talks about the, being on the Indianapolis and that whole thing. And then they, they just start singing, Show Me the Way to Go Home. And man, I mean, that moment in the movie is so rich. I can't believe I didn't think to put that on my list. Okay, <laughs> now
1: I'm going to go to my horrible human being moment and now that you've said that there's a song that i immediately just thought of and the song itself on its own i'm like yeah okay yeah, decent song but the scene within the movie that it's in holding Zion at the end of its a wonderful life I shall I shall Christmas present for a very dear friend of
2: mine. Look, Daddy, teacher says every time a bell rings, an angel
0: gets his wings. That's right.
1: That's right. And
2: right. that a boy Clarence. <laughs>
1: I can't watch that without. Yes. I turn into a blubbering baby.
0: Oh my god! Absolutely.
1: (laughs) Every time I, I, yeah, I cannot watch that without shedding a tear.
0: Oh, if you every single time. If you can, then you have a cold, black heart. We'll just call you Potter.
1: Right. Yeah. No. As soon as you said that, I'm like, crap. (laughs) I forgot Uh, that. Jeez. yeah but I mean, and, and the song on its own. I mean, like I don't have that reaction if I just hear the song, but that song at the end with the everything that's going on at the end of the movie. You have such that, the, that
0: such great build up yeah. and the the joy from mm-hmm. from Jimmy Stewart, the, how well he depicts that. Just, you know, mm-hmm. my life is falling apart, but I don't care because I have a life.
1: Yeah.
0: And then you get the toast from Harry mm-hmm. to my big brother George, the richest, richest man, man, in man in town. town. Yep. God bless. <laughs>
1: All right. Um, Do we have any others? I don't know if I can emotionally handle any others. (laughs) Do we need to move on to another category? Maybe. Let's move on.
0: Let's move
1: on. Okay, guys. We got a man up here. Man up, ready?
0: Guys, it's it's real. (laughs) Oh my God, we'd go see them in a few weeks. And I just got tickets to go see Seinfeld in November.
2: Oh, ho, ho. <laughs> I might be joining you for seeing those guys. Um, that, not Seinfeld. The um, Steve Martin and Martin. Yeah, Shore. I yeah. Do it and we'll gotta, do dinner yeah, see, again. The only problem is uh, the only problem is the parents are going, and so therefore the babysitters are going to be gone. So we gotta we gotta <laughs> see if we can, you know, do something with the kids.
1: well that's going to do it for another round of movie music uh so this was part two of our favorite movie music of all time episodes uh started with our special 150th episode uh that was a few days ago and this one is going to be getting released uh very very soon just within the next day or so um a couple days after the first one this will be episode number 151 for anybody's keeping track we've got one more left to go we did talk for a really long time about uh some of our favorite movie music of all time so we still have a whole other episode left to go. That's going to be 152. That's going to be coming out here in just a few more days. And then coming up very soon after that is going to be, uh, we're back to our eighties movies and we're doing batteries, not included. So that one will be coming up uh, very soon as well. If you want to get in touch with us, you can, uh, through all the different social media accounts we have. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on, uh, Instagram. We have a voicemail line. We've got all these different things, all these different ways that you can reach us. You can email us. um, all this stuff however you want to get in touch with us if you have something you want to say or if you want to share your insights on these movies uh, or if you've got some suggestions for us on movies we should cover or if there's something we totally missed and or we're totally wrong um if you want to argue with us about whether or not blues brothers is a musical go ahead Um, We want to hear from you. So uh, yeah, any of those ways you want to get in touch with us, you can find all of those different ways to reach us on our website at three zero podcast.com. That's 30 podcast.com. And then uh, obviously if you're listening to us, you found us somehow, but if you want to subscribe to us and get us uh, fresh every day, uh, when the new uh, episodes come out, you can do that by going to your favorite place to get podcasts. We are pretty much in all those different places. Um, The main ones being iTunes, Google play, uh, Stitcher, satchel you can listen directly from our website at 30podcast.com but until next time thank you so much for listening be excellent to each other go out and watch some good movies listen to some good movie music and we will see you back here next time with part three of our movie music extravaganza